Hey, Nasty, what's up? I'm good, how are you? I'm great. Let me ask you a question. How does it feel to wake up in the morning and actually realize that you're nasty freaking C? Oh, it feels good. It feels amazing. Yeah? Did yeah. you did you ever think that everything was going to come together this fast, this early on in your career? No, maybe not this early, no. What's been like, you know, one thing that's happened so far that you're like, oh my god, that's that's super crazy. I think getting recognized by my favorite rapper T I. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, now, congrats on si on signing to Def Jam. Appreciate it. Thank you. How you feel about that? Like when you got the news, what was your reaction? Well, I didn't get the news like everybody else. Obviously, it, it, for me, it was a couple of meetings that happened from last year February. So, mm -hmm. like, I, it, it wasn't like one big surprise for me, but it was cool. It, was, um, it, it feel it felt good. Is this something that you've always wanted for yourself? It's nothing that I've ever really thought about, but the fact that it's happening right now is crazy. So, I mean, yeah, man. It's exciting, but it's not anything that I had in my mind. That's crazy. You think you're going to be the youngest African to get that Rockefeller chain? Do you aspire to get it? The? The you Rockefeller chain. I mean, it would be dope if I got it, but again, it's... it's I, I, thought about it ever before, like I'm saying, now. Okay. I mean, it, would be, it would be cool, but it's not like on my list or anything. Okay, okay, okay. So what is on your list with this new deal? How differently are you going to move? Uh, uh, I, I, it's hard for me to say. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm definitely going to be doing a lot more, and, and people are going to be seeing a lot more on my face. Okay, so let me ask, is there a difference between... The nasty C that said, there's nothing I hate more than a contract and uh, the Def Jam signee? No, it's the same person, just different knowledge and obviously a bit more mature. What have you learned in this period of time between, you know, Hell No and getting signed to Def Jam and working with all these big names? Um, I learned a lot. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard for me to... To like make a list out of it, but I know they're not, um, not a good and not a bad. Now, you still have tall racks in SA, and you're a, an international artist who's going to be moving between, you know, if, if things change with this COVID between the US and South Africa, how are you going to be able to run your label now? Are you going to still find time for it, or what's going to happen? Well, with regards to my label, I have a whole team. It's not like I run the label like one man, like by myself. I have a team of people that do different things mm -hmm. in the label, so that 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 doesn't get affected at all. Okay. It's everything's still gonna be running as ours. So I was watching an interview where you said you're, you you cut off a couple people, and you know you have day ones around you. Your bro. Is still managing you? Mm -hmm. Is this the same brother who taught you how to rap? No, it's a different brother. I, for the record, I've never had a brother ever teach me how to rap. My one brother taught me how to use a software to make music. Ah, oh, okay, I get it. Why is it so important to have, like, you know, day ones as, as you know, you become bigger and become global and just become this massive superstar? Because you don't have, you know, you don't have to worry about things like trust and whether people have your best interests at heart or something like that, you know, because if you have people that have been with you since you were broke, mm -hmm. 
Because I don't know, it just kind of feels like you're in a safer zone. What are some of the perks of being famous? Getting free things. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's the biggest perk. That's the biggest one. What's like, what's the what's the dopest gift you've, you've received so far? A car. Oh, word. Well, is that from your deal? Is that from your um, endorsement with Mercedes? Yeah. Oh, nice. Is that still like in the works or what's happening with that? Uh, I mean, we're, we're still business problems. Yeah. I know like your DMs are crazy, right? Um, the girls, I mean, from all parts of the world hitting you up. How does it feel to open your DM as a 23-year-old and get, you know, some old women, 40-year-old groupies, 30-year-old groupies? Is it is it strange for you or, like, do you just take it in stride? Uh, I've gotten used to it now. It's really funny more than anything. I've gotten used to it. I don't mind it. It's just, it's whatever, man. <laughs> okay. You've been on tour before. Um, I know, like, you had a couple of shows planned and then this COVID um, shit happened. But what has been the craziest thing that's happened to you on tour? Um, craziest thing that's happened to me on tour. Yeah. Um, I met, I met, like, my doppelganger or whatever, like, a, a person that looks like me and pretends to be me. She calls herself Nancy B. Oh, yeah, I've him. seen that dude. Yeah, I met him, uh, and he just, I, I, it was my first time meeting him, and he just wanted to go on stage for 15 minutes, and, he, like, he just asked me, like, I could just say, oh, yeah, cool, jump on stage and perform for 15 minutes, even though we don't know who you are. Oh, that was, crazy. that's crazy. Was he any good? Is he as good as you? No, I didn't put him on stage. That's crazy. Why would I do that? Oh, <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So for someone who's met, you know, No ID, Big Sean, 50, Post Malone, all these international artists, have you met somebody who's actually had you starstruck? No, not yet. Not yet? Who, who, who's one person that you think if you met, your, your jaw would absolutely drop? Probably no way. Oh, yeah? Uh, Okay. Maybe that's something. Do you think that's something that's going to happen soon? Like a meeting with Jay Z, maybe like you attending the Rock Nation brunch next year or something? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If it happens, it happens. But I don't really care about it. I mean, that doesn't do anything for me. Being at the brunch uh, doesn't. Okay. Okay. So going back going back to the label, yeah, there's this question that I wanted to ask. Would you um think of signing anyone outside of SA in different countries? Do you have your eye on, you know, like maybe somebody in rappers that you would wanna mentor or something? I don't have anybody at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely, I would definitely love to find somebody that's not from the country. Okay, what would it take? What would it take to actually be signed by you? Well, one, a person has to be as committed to their to their work and their craft as I am. Mm-hmm. Two, it, it has to be a person that like 
super sure that that's what they want to do, and there's no plan B or nothing like that. I hate people with, like, plan B, because they don't really commit to, to, to one thing. They always know they have a second leg, uh, mm-hmm. second leg to follow. Mm-hmm. So it would have to be something like that. It would have to be a person I know would be able to take direction, even though I'm not in the same country with them. Mm-hmm. There would, would be a lot of factors in it. So, number one, the music would have to be tough, obviously. Oh, dope, 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 yeah. dope. So, how are you keeping busy during quarantine? Are you are you up to anything? Like, do you have a access to the studio? Are you still recording, writing music? What what's up? I have a whole studio, so uh, I'm still working, still in there creating. Mhm. Yeah. As a producer, as a producer, is there anyone who you would love to um? Produce for anyone that you would love to hear on your beats. Uh yeah, Rihanna, Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. Young Thug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People seem to think that um you've actually met Young Thug. Why is that? Cause I was watching an interview and guys were like, "What's that feature with with Thugger?" Oh yeah, I don't know. People like to. Uh, Stuff in I like it, though. I don't mind it. I mean, any clout is good clout. I mean, if it's positive, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right, talk to me about a day in the life of Nasty C. Like, before, before quarantine, before isolation, before lockdown, what's a day in your life like? Um, a lot of studio. Mm-hmm. A lot of FIFA. Mhm. Um, you said FIFA. Yeah, FIFA. Uh huh. FIFA or UFC. Um. Yeah, that's really it. Like on the on the average normal day, that's it. Are you watching anything? Are you a big watcher? I just I just got back to watching. Uh, what's this thing called again? Ozarks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just got back to watching that. So now I'm catching up and I'm about to watch the next uh, season. Okay. All right. Post, after quarantine, are these shows that, you know, you were scheduled to do still going to happen? I, I heard you talk about, like, maybe China for the first time and a couple other cities. Is that still going to be happening? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We're looking at a way of... Okay. And securing all those all those trips, but making them make sense and relevant to the time, obviously. But um, yeah, all those trips are still still happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have a lot of places that I, I, I haven't been to, and some places that I haven't been back to. Like I've only been there once, so mm-hmm. so yeah, only be traveling that. Having performed in all these countries, which one is the most lit country you've performed at? Um, probably, probably, if not South Africa, um, Namibia. Namibia, what went down? Like, what um, was so dope about that show? The accent the, the, the energy I got from the, the crowd and just how happy they were. Mm-hmm. Be in there just like having fun and not worrying about anything else. It was just dope as hell from from the second the show started to when the show ended and, and the after party was also crazy. 
Nice. Like it was, it was just vibe, yeah. Would you come back to Kenya? I mean, it's always a vibe when you're when you're down here, up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm coming back. All right, cool. So come through. You were always welcome with open arms. Tell me a little bit something about Zulu Man with some power. The last the last time you came through to jump off, um, for the show, you didn't really want to speak about it. Can we get a little more info on it now? Um, yeah, um, it's a very special album. Mm-hmm. It marks, it marks a very, um, standout, very important moment in my life, obviously, as an artist, like, going global. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it's like, it's, it's very special for me, too, because, first of all, the title alone is like, it feels like a very... It feels like it feels like an album title that an artist would use, mm-hmm. like after feeling like they've done some shit in the game, and, and it's like it's nice about like statements and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's a it's it's a very interesting album. The sound, how diverse it is, it's very interesting. Also, like I'm I'm very experimental with my sound. Like I don't I don't. I'm not afraid to try new things mm. you know, with, my, with, my, with my voice, with my instruments, all that type of stuff. It's very, it's very interesting. I don't like guessing my own music up, but this is really something special. You know? So if if this if this Corona shit extends until like maybe September or like you know the last quarter of the year, are you still gonna drop the album this year? Like you know, in the midst of this pandemic? Yeah. I mean, it's the perfect time to drop music. Everyone's sitting at home, staring at their phones, right? Yeah. It really is. It really is. So I know there's a couple features on there. Um, there's T.I., Teleman, Rolene, and Burner Boy. I, I, I think by the time you were coming to Kenya, the only feature that we'd learned about was Burner Boy because you tweeted about it. Um, take me to meeting T.I. What was that first meeting like? What did you guys talk about? I haven't even met him. Oh, you he haven't met him yet? And we, and we did it online, yeah. Oh, word. Okay. I hope yeah. you... He every had time, a... Uh-huh. Every, every time we're in the same uh, city, our schedules... I'm so sorry about that. Every time we're in the same city, our schedules don't... Um, align. Really like, yeah, align like that, yeah. Okay. So maybe, so maybe you get to meet him this year. Oh yeah, it'll happen. Oh yeah. Super the song, so. Oh yeah. shit! Nice. That's nice. So speaking, okay, with Burner Boy, are you still cool with Davido? I know, like he took you out to Nigeria for the first time for a show, right? Uh, well, that was my first time in Nigeria, but yeah, we did do a show in Nigeria. Uh, are you are you guys yeah, still cool? Yeah, we're cool. Alright, okay, cool. Is there gonna be any music with Davido coming out this year maybe? Uh, I don't know. It's very unpredictable this music It might happen in my time. Okay. What are you focused on for the rest of the year? I mean besides this album coming out, how far is it? Um, the album's done. Okay. I'm just finalizing the checklist maybe that's that's the one thing that we're I'm still going back and forth about, but the music's done. Um, 
And besides the album this year, mm-hmm. what I'm looking forward to is just like a lot of the stuff that I'll be doing with my bands. You know, I'm working with the, a more powerful team, a team that's been legendary in the game for like years and years. You know, so yeah. I, I'm being given a chance. I'm being given a chance to do something really big, something really dope for the first time ever. And you know, I'm excited. That's dope, man. If you could go back in time to that nine-year-old starting to rap versus you now, what would you tell yourself? Mm-hmm. What would you prepare yourself for? Um, Nothing really, man. Everything I'm talking about right now is, is stuff that I always said would happen, man. Just like everything else I always said would happen, people always looked at me like I was just dreaming and then it actually happened. I always knew all this stuff would happen. I always believed in myself a thousand percent. All the people I said I'd meet, I've met like over half of them. Mm-hmm. All the things I said I'd do. Like even at a young age man, when I like when I, I spoke my life into existence, you know, I said I'd be I said I'd have this amount of money before this age. I always said my first car would be this car and da 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 and this and that and people always thought I was crazy when I said that type of stuff and all types of stuff. I'm not, I, I wouldn't really change anything about that. How, how do you stay focused? Like, how do you keep your mindset so focused and strong and, you know, dedicated to a goal? I mean, with, with everything happening in the world, I'd, I'd, I think like someone with an international fan base like yours, there's a lot of negativity that also comes at you online and maybe with the people around you as well. So how do you, you know, just keep your head down and stay focused to a goal. Um, well, because I know, like, my, my dreams are very um, ambitious, they're very outrageous. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people look at them as unrealistic, unattainable, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I know, I know that in order for me to make all those dreams come true, I'm not just gonna sit around and wait for uh, like a miracle. I have to make it happen. Like I, I have to, mm-hmm. I have to work. If I want to be as big as I want to be in my head, I have to work as hard as it takes to be that big. Mm. I think that's the one thing that keeps me, of course. Man, that's dope. That's dope. It's really dope talking to you. Um, this is like I don't know. I feel like every time before your album drops, I I I make this phone call. Yeah, because I did. I did. We did the same shit with Strings and Bling, and then you came to Homeboys Radio, and like it's always dope to see. Actually, like Facebook was reminding me about an article I wrote about you. I don't know, like a couple years ago about a young nasty C, when I guess you were just breaking out in the game and shit. And it's it's so inspiring to see how far you've come, and like I hope like the rest of Africa is watching. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Speaking speaking of the rest of Africa now, as like, let me just finish this up. Um, are there rappers on your radar outside of South Africa that you would definitely want to hop in the boot with? Oh uh, yeah. Um, I know I'm supposed to do something with uh, a dude called Black Bones from Nigeria. Black Bones, started, yeah. Yeah, we started we started talking a couple months ago on Instagram, and we're trying to make something happen with him. And also, I just got put on to um, Alpha P. He's also crazy. There's, there's a song that we're gonna do together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, 
crazy. It's always fucking crazy. It's nuts. I heard it a couple months. Um, somebody played it for me when I was in America a couple months ago. And it was just, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that that was like an artist from Africa. Bro. That you definitely want to link with or have. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's dope, man. That's dope. I can't wait to hear. We, I only recently found out about Black Bones when he started some beef with with like Cali. So I don't. I don't really. I, after that, we've like been checking him out and shit, and it's pretty crazy. So I'm 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 looking forward to what you guys are working on. Um. Yeah, I know it's gonna be some explosive shit.